Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the films Alvin and the Chipmunks and Alvin and the Chipmunks The Squeakquel. You don't have to have seen either of the films to enjoy the podcast, but if you do listen without having seen them, just be aware there may be spoilers if you really care. Enjoy. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> do yours then, come on. Robert! Oh, that's very good. That's that has very to be good. Robert, because th- Robert doesn't work, does it? I think both of us are better than Jason Lee. Rob! Rob! It just sounds like I'm saying Dominic Rob. Oh, no. Maybe now he should start a band with some chipmunks. Maybe he should be a chipmunk. Because... <laughs> wasn't there... <laughs> Right, before we get started, I should say, it's been over two weeks since I watched both of these films, because we were supposed (laughs) to record and then you couldn't do it, and then you went away, and yeah, this is generally how this podcast goes now, is that I watch the film (laughs) weeks in advance, or I've just, like, watched half of it and then watched the other half right before. Or it's the other way around, and I watched it two weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) And then one of us has to try and remember. This is what happens when you become a parent. It's never, like, it's never all going to line up. It's just, yeah... But so, so if I say anything that's wrong about the films, you'll just have to live with it. I'm sorry. Maybe Genuinely. it's better if I can't remember. <laughs> Genuinely, um, any mistakes you make will no doubt improve these awful, awful films. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I've already forgotten what I was going to say. I was going to say something profound about, no, I'm already better than Jason. Oh, no, there is a bit where he does lose his job, doesn't he? Just like Dominic yes. Rabb did. <laughs> So you're saying that Dominic Rabb should have been um, Dave in this. Is his name Dave? David Seville. Yeah. David, that's right. David Seville also sounds like it could be a Tory MP's name, doesn't it? <laughs> He's definitely... He's a minister for agricultural affairs or something. David Seville is 100% like... He he's done some dodgy dealings. He's taken some backhanders and then has to resign in disgrace and then gets another position like 18 months down the line somewhere else yeah non-executive director of an oil firm paid 130 grand a year (laughs) to go to six board meetings and say nothing yeah bingo that's the one that's what these films are about that's what alvin and the chipmunks 2007 (laughs) that's what that's what this is about that's exactly what it is was it 2007 i'm on the wikipedia article for the chipmunks themselves not the films i've got it in front of me you know what's weird is that, of course, they are billed as a a singing group. Yeah. Because that's where they, they started. Should we do a little bit of a chipmunks overview, I suppose? Virtual band, it says on, on Wikipedia. So basically, <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks is the same thing as Hatsune Miku, who wrote Harry Potter, <laughs> incidentally. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, so yeah, so basically, a fella called uh, Ross Bagdasarian made some novelty records where he span up the recording 
and then said that it was done by chipmunk. He's the first person ever to to speed up their own voice on tape. That's a fact. <laughs> that's, that's the entire truth. No one had ever thought of speeding up a tape until 1958 when he did it. <laughs> yeah, precisely. But yeah, so it begun. It began with the song "The Witch Doctor," which the people of our generation generation are probably more familiar with the version by the horrible um, novelty band, the Cartoons, that came out in the nineties. You remember that? Oh God, I do remember. They had that. really big, yeah. silly, big hair and big costumes and stuff, and that was played at like school discos in the nineties. But I didn't, and I thought that was a song from then. And I remember seeing that on top of the pops, and even then, as like a not very discerning primary schoolish child, I was like, "What is this nonsense?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Or they they had like horrible plastic hair. Yeah, didn't they? Is that is that them? Yep, really really nasty plastic. They they looked like sort of action figures come to life, not in a good way. Yeah, not in a Toy Story way. M- more like a, in a DreamWorks kind of way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They were doing DreamWorks face before thing. DreamWorks face was even a thing. Ah, oh, they definitely had that gurning quality, didn't they? Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought, I didn't realise that Witch Doctor came from David Seville slash Alvin and the Chipmunks. I thought it pre-existed that, so this was a surprise for me. It was the birth of the Chipmunks. But the, is I, it I found this out two years ago. Is it, is it problematic? I think it probably is. It, I think it's probably racist. Yeah. The, the um, I mean, the main sort of refrain that people remember is gibberish. Yeah. That's meant to be said by a witch doctor. And oh my god, looking at the original artwork, yeah, that's a, that's a big old racism. Don't, don't look <laughs> big it Big old racism. Do not look it up. Really bad. Yeah. But I discovered this two years ago because, as you know, my son is very into Halloween. So we listened to a lot of Halloween songs. Um, and one day after we, d- we were done listening to all the versions of any song about pumpkins that we could get our hands on, um, Spotify just flopped onto the Ed Chipmunks version of The Witch Doctor. And I was like, what the hell is this? And he loves it. So it's on his <laughs> Halloween playlist. There we go. Don't judge him. Go. He's not racist. He's four. He does not understand the cultural context of the song. That's fine. No. Or the fact that chipmunks as a breed of rodent are inherently racist. Yeah, they they, they definitely are. The yeah. most racist of all the rodents, the chipmunks. Absolutely. Mice, rats, you know, those guys are pretty chill. Chipmunks, no, they're nasty. Proper nasty. All voted Brexit. All vote UKIP slash Reform Party. Always attending away days for England football with a big drum. <laughs> yeah, that uh, scene that. in Eurotrip. <laughs> When um, Vinnie Jones. Jones gets off the bus in France and goes, that wanker's got a frog football shirt on. That's what chipmunks are. That's what chipmunks are, yeah. Honestly, that scene has stayed with me since we watched Eurotrip. That was probably 100 episodes ago. I think about Vinnie Jones in that film every day. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad We're to hear driving, it. Driving a bus down the wrong side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so um, so what happened with the chipmunks is he recorded the chipmunk versions, but he didn't think of the chipmunks as characters until apparently he was driving in Sequoia National Park and saw a chipmunk. Right. And then he decided, I want to create these chipmunk characters. He kind of put two and two together about the fact that his voice sounded like a chipmunk when he saw a chipmunk. And then it's like I wonder so, how long yes. that would have taken if he hadn't seen the chipmunk, <laughs> and it's just like the rest of his life waiting for chipmunks to appear. That would actually make a good film, right? Where it's like, when am I going to have the success with this song? And then the chipmunks trying to find him to give him the success and inspire him. It's like a magical I could, chipmunk. Yeah. 
I could see that. It, it, it could almost be a sort of um, five-all American tale movie where they keep missing each other along the way as well. Yeah. That could that could work. Um, so he then did the Chipmunk song, Christmas Don't Be Late, which also appears in this terrible film. Yeah, which I don't um, hate. How do you feel about that? It crops up on I, Christmas on Christmas playlists sometimes, doesn't it? There are some nice covers of it out there. I hate every single thing the Chipmunks have ever done um in terms of music i remember as a kid i quite liked the old cartoon that they did i was gonna say that was a fixture wasn't it when we were kids that was on tv it was from the 80s but it was repeated on british tv in the 90s it was yeah it came out in yeah like you said it came out in the 80s but we kept seeing it in the 90s and i didn't mind that Sorry, i thought it was I just okay over a bottle of water. carry on i'm, I'm listening <laughs> okay um i didn't mind that that was absolutely fine um as a kid it wasn't my favorite show as a kid but um but you know it was it was decent as a as a thing yeah i don't remember being obsessed with it like i was about some some other shows but it was it was on i'd always watch it and i'd enjoy the songs it did have some good songs i thought i don't remember the songs whatsoever i just remember the 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 chipmunks having hijinks and the little animated Dave going, Alvin! Hijinks ensued. Yes. So there was initially an animated show in the 60s, wasn't there, of Alvin and the Chipmunks? I believe so, yes. Um, and then that then became... Um, that then became a TV series in the 80s, like you said. Um, but we also then had other... So we had the the awful music. I don't know who that music was for. In the same way that I guess the Smurfs music came out, but the Smurfs was oh, on the back yeah. of comic books and a TV show, whereas this, the music came first. And I just think, why would you? Why would you? I mean, were the 50s that boring? Were the 60s that well, boring? Well, they probably were. Yeah. There wasn't as much going on. <laughs> I think they need. we need a biopic of the creation of Alvin and the Chipmunks, not a movie about the Chipmunks themselves, but in the same style as the Elvis film about... <laughs> <laughs> Baz Luhrmann's Ross Bagdasarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he was an interesting guy. He was like a war hero. Yeah, right? it's, he sounds like a fascinating fella. He called them called it David Seville because that was where he was in the war. Yeah, he was stationed there. Um, yeah, he was stationed there, wasn't there? there he in Seville, which yeah. is why he, cho- he chose that name. Um, and so, yeah, he sounds like a really interesting guy. I would like to know his story as opposed to the story of his obnoxious creation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so then, yeah, we had the, the second TV series. How could we shoehorn Tom Hanks into that film to do a horrible <laughs> accent? Chipmunks. <laughs> Have you ever seen a real-life chipmunk? You spend a lot of time in North America. Yeah, yeah, well, we saw them in the summer. Running ah, across the road. There we go. When did, we were, were, there. were they singing at you? Yeah, they were. It was annoying. <laughs> or did they sing at you? They were. They were just singing like really mocking, rude songs. Were they going? Your team is no good. Your <laughs> team is no good today. You are not playing well. They mocked my sports team, and then they threw a bunch of racial slurs at me. <laughs> and, then and then some acorns. And some acorns. Yeah. But it's weird how we've had two lots of chipmunks because we also have Chip and Dale, which are chipmunks, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're better chipmunks overall. I, I prefer Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers is god a god-tier cartoon. Yeah. And NES game as well. The we video game it remains one of the greatest platforming games of all time. Truly yeah. majestic. 
No contest. Um, so, but do you prefer that yeah. or Ducktales as the a, cartoon and the game? Um, both, I prefer Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, me too. I, I do like Ducktales a lot. The game in particular is fantastic. I didn't really care for the cartoon as much because it has the irritating children. And even as yeah. a child, I hated other children. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but the the game is amazing and is one of my favourite games from when I was a kid and remains fantastic yep. to this day. Um, but Chip uh, Chippendale for me is yes, I f- I feel exactly the same. I feel like a lot of people really zealously love Ducktales and refuse to entertain the notion of Chippendale. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, Scrooge McDuck diving into his pit of money, whatever. They don't go on as many adventures. The theme tune is good, but I think the Chippendale one... There's a new Chippendale movie, isn't there? Um, which actually sort of mixes... Does a Who Framed Roger Rabbit thing and mixes loads of animation styles. Yes, I'm hesitant because people really bigged it up and I don't think it's anywhere... It cannot be anywhere near as good as people said it was going to be. Yeah, and the updated version of the um, theme tune is by Post Malone, the king of cringe. <laughs> See, Post Malone should be its own genre of music, like post-rock or post-punk, shouldn't it? Post Malone. I think that's what he's going for. Is it not short for Postman Malone? Postman Malone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a postman. He wears a postman's hat. It's No, it's, it's when he has to do a round on his own and he gets lonely. So it's post which is short for postman, and then a lone. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like a, a fedora wearing creep going milady post malone <laughs> post malone no it's like his he's trying to do his version of il postino the postman <laughs> that's what it the, is. the film about the famous cuban poet pablo neruda <laughs> <laughs> listen to our episode uh, about il postino if you want to get that reference yeah <laughs> How many episodes ago is this? This is episode 299, yeah. isn't it? 299, so episode 300 is going to be the two <laughs> even the worse Chipmunks sequels. even worse movies, which I think is kind of fitting for this podcast, isn't it? Abs- absolutely is, um, yeah. I'm quite yeah. happy about that, actually. We didn't plan it that way. That's <laughs> no, just how it worked but out. it's just worked out very well. Um, so, so, yeah, so... Anyway, anyway, so they had the 80s cartoon, which is where I think you and I were probably introduced to the chipmunks then they also did some awful films at the end of the 90s oh did they for alvin and the chipmunks meet frankenstein and alvin and the chipmunks meet the wolfman which i think were tv movies i don't think i saw any of either of those i don't think they i don't think they ever i'm not sure if i ever watched them either i don't think they were shown in cinemas i think they were tv movies or d or video movies um and then we got the reappearance of the chipmunks for some reason. I assume because someone was about to lose the rights, so they had to make it. So they had to, to go to Jason Lee. To, to, to these movies. So do you want to know one thing that's quite sad? Um, the number of people who declined the role of Dave Seville. We have Bill Murray, Jim Carrey, Chevy Chase, Tim Allen, John Travolta, Vince Vaughn, <laughs> and Ben Stiller. That's quite an interesting range of ages there. It's almost like it doesn't really matter how old Dave is. His character's so well drawn. Yeah. But he's a crank, isn't he? He's a cranky old guy. He's a, he's a cranky guy of some indeterminate age. So they decided they could go anywhere from Bill Murray through to what Ben Stiller slash Jason Lee. Yeah. You know what? We've we've talked about Jim Carrey a lot recently and we've done some of his films. I think Jim Carrey would have absolutely nailed this. 
I think, but it would have been a completely different film. Yeah, I think that's the thing is if this movie had Jim Carrey in, it would have been very, very different to what this is. It would have been a Jim Carrey vehicle because every Jim Carrey film is a Jim Carrey vehicle. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Whereas instead we ended up with Jason Lee and it is not... I mean, it must have been difficult for him because the vast majority of this movie is him acting on his own and then them introducing CGI chipmunks. Former pro skater and father of pilot inspector Jason Lee. Yes. To give him his full title. <laughs> it's his full title. That's what he gets on his post. Yeah. When it arrives from Post Malone. Did you, um, <laughs> from Pablo Neruda. From Pablo Neruda. <laughs> did, did you um, ever watch My Name is Earl? Yeah, I, think I, I watched, watched the My first Name season is of that. It was, it, was, it was all right. It was a perfectly cromulent television show, and it yeah. had a sort of charming quality to it. Um, so yeah, it was it was um, it was a good one. It was a good one. I quite enjoyed that. But here he feels very out of his depth, and I don't. Again, I think it must have been very very difficult because he is acting on his own the entire time. Basically, he has like two scenes with other human beings. Yeah, I wonder how they did it really, because with human stuff, like they have motion capture at that point. I listened to on that subject. I listened to a podcast recently about the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Um, and he talked about how it was basically one of the very, very early examples of motion capture um, mm. and he, the way he was performing it and stuff. And the technology was being written off of the way that he moved and the way that he worked as Jar Jar. And um, I wonder if they could have done that with the chipmunks. They Probably not. They would have needed small children, I suppose. <laughs> very, very small children. Um, I think, yeah, that's the problem, isn't it, that... The, the the previous ways of doing it, like they did with Jar Jar, highly recommend anyone looks up behind the scenes footage of them filming Jar Jar Binks because it just looks like a moving, like, shitpost, basically. It's incredible. Um, with <laughs> Who Framed it. Roger Rabbit, they had all of those amazing props in place, didn't they? But then yeah. it was still something physical there. Whereas here, it's clearly almost entirely CGI. So, I mean, what what happened did you have like jason long uh, justin long rather <laughs> jason long, long is his brother <laughs> oh yeah um, was he just like standing there was he standing there reading out the lines i mean probably not i'm sure that actually what happened was that they had some random member of the crew reading out the lines yeah so then they must have doctored their voices as well then so is it is justin long standing there off camera going oops here's a fart joke and then jason lee has to react to it so I think what would it it would probably be director Tim Hill or a member of the crew doing the lines there and then Jason Lee having to react to that, which must have been so difficult. So I don't yeah. necessarily entirely blame Jason Lee for this, but it is very, very wooden. Yeah, it's not great. And the script doesn't help him, does it? No, <laughs> in turn, because his character is so plain and dull, the fact that the chipmunks are so unbelievably obnoxious makes them even more bad like just the worst i would the the moment that alvin gave me sass i would bash his head in with a hammer i'm sorry (laughs) just the worst creatures in the world like alvin in these films alvin was always a shit bag yeah right simon's the only good one excuse me theodore the sweetheart the the moral core is the good one Theodore, who they very, very, you know, sensitively say in this film was dropped out of the tree at birth. 
<laughs> he's he's a sweetheart. We love Theodore. He he just wants what's best for everybody. That's true. And then you've That's got true. Simon, who's the smart one, and then you got Alvin, who's the dickhead, who's the I always like the smart one. You're a fan of Donatello, where you in the the, yep. the turtles? Donatello. I always get Ravenclaw on the um, Hatsune Miku's Harry Potter house tests. <laughs> Did you see all the people turned up to the train station to see when Platform 9 and 3 quarters came up again? Oh, no, I didn't. They they do that every year, apparently. Read another book, for God's sake. There are other books, people. There are other books out there. there are quite a lot of them, actually. I'm sure there are probably even Elvin and the Chipmunks books. Yeah, go read an Elvin and the Chipmunks book. In fact, there definitely are, because you know these little... You get little golden books? You've seen these? Yeah, it's an American thing, yeah. we have them. In the back of Eric's Pokemon ABC one, which I will show you when you come to my house. Um, Excellent. It, which is awesome. Um, there's a list of all the other ones you can get, and there's definitely a couple of Chipmunks ones in there. I, I was thinking about this the other day, right? There is no artist who is so unique that you couldn't drop them instantly if you didn't like them as a human being anymore. Yeah. There is no singular human being who is so incredible in what they create that they're not replaceable, whether it's art, whether it's technology, whatever. And I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, obviously, Rammstein are not good people. It's quite clear these days that Rammstein are not good people. What do you do if you really like Rammstein? Well, go and listen to literally any other Neue Deutsche Harte band because they all sound exactly the same. <laughs> go and know? listen to Leibach. Yeah. Like, like th- there are other options available to you. And I, w- I was thinking about this with, with Harry Potter fans and people are like, oh, I really love Harry Potter, but uh, I, you know, I don't like J.K. Rowling, but I love Harry Potter so much. It's like, just get another fantasy book, mate. There's so many out there. Or just yeah. like sniff some glue and then read Tom Brown's School Days. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, try, you know, Earthsea or like even the works of Hayao Miyazaki or something, you know. Yeah. Or, there's, or- <laughs> there's just a couple for you. And there's so many, like there's so many stories about wizard schools. So many. Just pick up one of yeah. them instead. Like, and, and yeah, I was thinking this the other day. This doesn't relate to Alvin and the Chipmunks, but... Alvin but and if the David Chipmunks. Seville turns out to be a racist, <laughs> which he, I mean, he did literally write Witch Doctor. <laughs> so you could drop Alvin and the Chipmunks and go and listen to the Smurfs records if that's your kind of thing. Of all the trolls, pitched, or the trolls, exactly. I don't care for the Smurfs. Just going to say you don't that like right the now. Smurfs. No, never, never like those little blue guys. It's because you hate Belgians, isn't it? Let's be honest, Paddy. No, I love Tintin. Come on, <laughs> Tintin's my boy. <laughs> I like the Smurfs. I like the Smurfs. I th- I love the weird fantasy idea of this weird little commune of blue guys. I haven't watched the Smurfs movies, though, because, again, they look awful. They look horrendous, yeah. With this one, well, well you, you, you had some salient or important point to make, but I will say with, with Alvin and the Chipmunks that I didn't hate this first one. I didn't, oh, really? I, yeah. I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it either. That, it's, I, I the sh- second one I thought was, was terrible. But I guess this one, there were some watched, things um, to like in it. I, I guess because you've watched so many awful children's content so recently. Well, actually, I, I haven't because we only watch good children's content. <laughs> Genuinely, like we're very discerning with our children's TV. And I know that makes me sound extremely smug, but that is true. What do you watch then? We watched Bluey, which is, you know, it's very, very popular, but is good. So there's no Peppa Pig in our house. There's no Paw Patrol. 
you know watch a bit of bit of pokemon number blocks as well which is fantastic you should get on that like kids learning for learning how to count it's perfect and sesame street as well which they're still making and they're still dealing with a lot of very very important themes and you know they'll do like an hour-long special on race but it's perfect for like a three or four year old so you know that's just a few and he's already into studio ghibli as well oh very nice very nice um, when I come round to see you, I'm going to bring all of the uh, DreamWorks movies <laughs> and ruin all of your hard work. <laughs> or just bring him some poor patrol and be just like, hey, look, he's a policeman. Isn't that cool? He's a police dog. Yeah. Do you want to arrest people? <laughs> Unfortunately, because Paw Patrol and Peppa Pig are everywhere, he knows what they are, but he also doesn't talk about them because he knows they're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna write a memoir later on in his life and be like my parents were so restrictive they they deliberately didn't let me watch the most popular shows which isolated me from my peers they were all talking about Peppa Pig all the time I had no one to talk to about Studio Ghibli yep I was only watching Bluey the most popular children's show of all time <laughs> Speaking of popular children's shows, um, our director of this movie was Tim Hill, who... um, Tim Hill from Accounts. (laughs) Tim Hill from Accounts, the guy you need to go to if you want some dodgy, not entirely legal satellite television. He knows his way around. Um, And uh, he was involved in SpongeBob SquarePants. He lives in Uh, a pineapple under the sea. I'm really glad that that's not popular anymore. I always found SpongeBob a bit freaky. Oh, I like SpongeBob. I think because it was freaky. <laughs> I love that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and isn't there a thing in um in Alvin and the Chipmunks where they turn on the TV and they're watching SpongeBob? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um and right. I think he also had some involvement in Rocco's Modern Life, I want to say. Yes. It says um, writer here on the Wikipedia page. As well. So he did some cool stuff and then what happened? <laughs> What happened with this? I hated this movie, I'm afraid to say, Paddy. I mean... What happened with this was big chipmunk dollar, is what happened. <laughs> big chipmunk dollar, which is also the reason behind why David Cross is in this movie and the next one. Yeah, he's openly said that he just did it for the money, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, So which, I, I kind enough. of respect that. Um, which, yeah, fair enough. Sometimes you've got to make that money. Um, we also have the... Uh, and he needed the money because he was making his own show, which was good that I watched. It's him and Neil from The Inbetweeners in it. And have you ever seen it? I can't remember what it's called. No, it's called, like, I've not watched it. The Misadventures of Bobby something. That's It's something like that. Oh, okay. And he, he did some partial funding of that himself then to get it off Yeah, the he, he almost completely self-funded it, I think. And it's a really good show. And he used the money from the chipmunks to make this show, I think. I might be wrong about that. Okay, okay. I can see it. The Increasingly Poor it. Decisions of Todd Margaret. That's the one. Very good. 20, 2010 to 2016. It was a good show. Excellent. Um, and, um, yeah, I like I like David Cross. I think he's funny. Yeah. And and you know what? People can take jobs for the money. That's fine. You don't always have to pick winners. You know, when we look at Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. <laughs> Dunkachino. Oh, Dunkachino. Well, that was laughing at himself. But Robert De Niro, like, what is he doing, man? He's like, getting you don't need the to be advertising dollar. bread when you're 90 years old. Or whatever. He just He's wants... making bread. He's making Warburton's bread. <laughs> he just wants, he wants, he wants some, some extra cash doing lazy jobs. That's fine. No problem there. Um, 
we also have um weirdly they set up a love interest in this movie who's like an ex uh, yeah. played by Cameron Richardson who then doesn't appear in the next movie I don't know if she's but, then going to appear in the third one or the fourth one well that's what we have to look forward to on episode yeah. 300 but yeah jumping <laughs> ahead then to the second one but Jason Lee's hardly in the second Jason one as well Lee's he's only about in two scenes very odd. I feel like he was busy um Cameron Richardson um I was like I know this person from somewhere and it turns out that she was in a great little TV series called Harper's Island which is like a murder mystery um there there's a wedding that's taking place on an island so they're all going off to this romantic island to go and have a wedding and then there's a serial killer and it becomes this murder mystery with people being killed off one by one it's fantastic trash television highly recommend finding it and watching it it's really good um so yeah highly recommend that and she's in that i can't remember who she is in it but i knew i recognized her from somewhere um and uh yeah so that's where i knew her from we also then have the chipmunks played by very well known not always good people so justin long sometimes i like justin long sometimes he's I been don't. in some okay stuff hasn't yeah. he um did you see barbarian no what was that it is a very fun really tense and then incredibly silly horror movie from last year all right it does this amazing like turn in the maybe like a third of the way through or halfway through it's a really cleverly done film and it gets very very silly but it's very enjoyable um he's in that and he's very good in that um and then he's also been in some other cool stuff um like um what's the um uh jeepers creepers as well Do you oh remember yeah. Jeepers creepers? yeah yeah um but then he's also been in some rubbish so it's kind of hit and miss he does, um he's a guy who can do horror right isn't that one drag me to hell yeah yeah that's another one drag me to hell he does that really good blend of horror and comedy he's very good at those kind of sort of roles um matthew gray goobler as well who's been in some other stuff that's turned up or not he's he's the friend in 500 days of summer isn't he oh it's that guy yeah, this, this skinny guy with the cheekbones. Yeah, I was thinking, yes, where do I recognize yeah. him skinny, from? Skinny cheekbones guy, who's also been in some very good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then Jesse McCartney, um, who is well known for being in, well, Chernobyl Diaries is the thing that I know from because I am just addicted to trash, <laughs> um, <laughs> tra- trash <laughs> horror movies. That's my thing, uh, which is a really bad found footage horror movie um, where a bunch of people go to Chernobyl and keep filming as bad things happen with like mutants and stuff it's it's really bad that sounds there's awful. A great, there's a great scene where their russian guide like um is leading them through one of the abandoned buildings and then a bear turns up and it's very that bit's very well done but the rest of it is awful um but he is a singer as well which makes sense because this is a song a, a song-based movie um although i think that justin long didn't sing did he no I don't think any of the voices sang. They all had different people. No. Oh, mm. Ross Bagdasarian Jr. as Alvin's singing voice. Ah, there we go. Right. And then and then someone else was uh was Theodore. Uh, Janice as well, Carmen. Even though Jesse so Janice McCartney... Carmen is Ross Bagdasarian Jr.'s wife. So they ah, revived okay. the franchise after um Ross Bagdasarian Sr. died. Even though Jesse McCartney is actually a singer. Yeah. Interesting. Um and then I don't know I don't know who I, I assume that Matthew 
Grey Goobler didn't do the voice of Simon singing. No, it says Steve Vining as Simon. There we go. There we go. Um, but they got some decent names in, which you then can't tell are there because they're pitched up. <laughs> To yeah. be, to be. It, could, it literally could have been anyone. It could have been. It could have been anybody. Um, super strange decision. Um, and the performances, you can't tell if they're any good or not because it's so high-pitched. Um, and they are incredibly obnoxious. And then the, 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 the animated versions of them that appear are also incredibly obnoxious. Like, the, the facial expressions they make all the time are just, like, the most punchable things. Yeah, annoying, gurning, silly faces. DreamWorks faces for ninety minutes. Um, yeah, it's not even DreamWorks, and it's not—it's <laughs> not even DreamWorks. Um, the the plot of the movie is also very boring. Um, I understand them wanting to do something quite straightforward for the first one, but it is just quite dull. Um, the chipmunks turn up somehow. I can't really remember why because it's been a while since I watched the first film. They're living in a tree and it gets cut down. Let's see if I can remember this from two weeks ago. And then it becomes a Christmas tree in the office of Crazy Records where David Cross is the big boss. Um, David Seville is his old pal who's always trying to write him songs. And here's the thing that I like that actually made me laugh out loud was when um, Jason Lee shows up and he's like... um, you know, so what do you think of my song? And then he plays the song and it's, I can't remember the words, but it was a pastiche of I Will Follow You Into The Dark by Death Cab For Cutie, which kind of perfectly encapsulated that time period when that song was everywhere and everyone was loving sad indie boys. And David Cross was like, that, that scene actually really, really made me chuckle and was really spot on. And then nothing else in the film was as clever as that. <laughs> do you think that David Cross would have been good as David Seville? I would love his sort of tension and anger in the performance. I bet he could give a really good Alvin. It should have been him as David Seville and then Jim Carrey as the record label boss. Oh, that would have been No offence to Jason Lee. No, that actually would have been perfect casting. They should have done that. That Because that's a flamboyant, over-the-top role, isn't it? Yeah, that would have been so good. Like, he, David Cross is the one thing in these films which is good, I'm going to say. Even though he's phoning it in and he said he only did it for the money and you can kind of tell, it is still watchable. Yeah, and and the thing is that also he is a professional. Even though you can kind of tell he's phoning it in, he's still giving a decent performance here. And he has the benefit of a lot of the time, even if it's... Like, a lot of the time he's acting against people and then those scenes where it is the chipmunks, there's often other people around, like other people who are working in the studio and things like that. So actually there's also other people to bounce things off. And also he's got more energy than the more relaxed approach of Jason Lee, which I think helps keep up the pace in those scenes as well. Um, yeah. So overall, I actually, yeah, that's the one thing that I enjoyed in these movies is him being the sleazy villain. He's almost a satire on music industry excess, isn't yeah, he? yeah, such as it was in the time. Yes, yeah, exactly. A bit like um, Kill Your Which Friends. Was the style at the time. Yeah, I've never read it, but I heard good things. The film is really good. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, it stars what's his face Nicholas Holt in the lead oh. role, and it's it's very good. Highly recommend watching that. It's a very good adaptation of the book. Um, so yeah, worth it. Um, and yeah, it's got yeah. that similar kind of thing where he's just an awful human being, um, in the music industry, which is common in real life too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And, and there's then, a montage of him dancing. Yeah, 
yes. And then the story just follows these really predictable things where the chipmunks, they become popular from their song, but then they get turned against Dave by David Cross's character. Um, and then they get too big for their boots and their egos get too big and they separate and then they're being taken advantage of by David Cross. But then it all comes together at the end and they realise, oh no, Dave Seville does love us and we're going to all be a happy family. And that's the that's the first film. Nothing of that's interest it. happens. And that plot exists, thin as it is, only for them to hang off the one running gag of the whole film, which is that the chipmunks make a mess and ruin everything. Yeah, they're me- they're messy. And also, one thing I would like to say about both of these movies, they're incredibly horny. Yes. Like, did you notice that they are they are horny for women, for female humans? Yep. In the, the first chipmunks film. are trying to get him to kiss the girl on the date, which is but not also nice. then but then also making jokes about she's also a masseuse, yeah, and things like that. It's just like Jesus Christ, you are a prepubescent chipmunk. Stay the hell away from women. I'm and sorry, he put, but they- <laughs> he puts on the like um, Alvin presses play on the tape, the the hi-fi while he's having the date, and the song comes on that's like I want to do something freaky to you, and it sounds like some kind of shit that we would make up. That song, yes, yeah. it's just one of your bad improvised um, songs. <laughs> oh, sorry, your your good improvised songs. I mean, I was going to say thank you very much. My finest moments <laughs> always come in those improvised uh, sections. Thank you um, very the much. The other thing to note in this movie is that one of the chipmunks eats another one of the chipmunks' poo. Yeah, there's a poo joke and a fart joke, that's... and yeah, there's a few of those. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, that's what happens. Um, nothing of value happens. If you do not watch this movie, you are missing nothing. Um, let's move watch on to... Watch the, pa- the two-minute pastiche of I Will Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie. I'll see if that's on YouTube. That's the only good scene of the film. <laughs> um, let's or move watch on like to... a supercut of, super of David, David Cross and all of his appearances. Yeah, I mean, even then, that's probably not worth watching. It's not, like, good. Yeah. It's just and obviously there's a bunch of pop the songs. They they do the Witch Doctor, they do the Christmas song, and then they're singing like upbeat dance pop songs in their chipmunk voices, and that I think is supposed to be funny and in- enjoyable, but it's just very grating on the ears. It's bloody awful. It's really awful, and I can't imagine even kids enjoying it. And based no. on the IMDb scores, I don't think people enjoyed it in general. Um, then we have Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel. The Squeakquel. Top marks for the name. Yeah, but they spelt it wrong. It should have been Squeakquel. So, Squeak. And then, yeah, you, it kind of looks like Squeakquel. Do you know what I mean? It's, it reads strangely. Yeah, I can understand that. But equally, if you try to spell it another way, it maybe wouldn't come across right. Yeah, true. It's if you try to one. spell it differently, it needs the quell at the end for people to realise that it's a joke about sequel. The Squeakquel. Which opens with them on tour after Dave in the last film said that touring is no life. Now they're touring. Now they're doing tours. Or at least they're doing some gigs. Some gigs here and there. That's okay. Yeah. So set up for him having a very hilarious injury that means he didn't have to be in the film. <laughs> yeah. So he he breaks all his bones and then is in hospital and appears in like three scenes in the entire movie. Um then you get basically three plots happening at once, which is And all of them still doing the same thing to set up the same gag, which is that they sing in funny voices and they ruin everything and they're obnoxious. Yes. Um, And so we have these three plots. One is 
oh no, the chipmunks have to get on without Dave. That could have been the plot of the movie. Then there's, oh no, the chipmunks are going to school. That could have been the plot of the movie. And then and the there's also... Just lets oh, them in. <laughs> even though they're not human. Even though if they're brothers, they should probably be different ages, I imagine. They're not twins, are they, the chipmunks? I thought they were all triplets. Are they triplets? Isn't that how, is it established chi- isn't that that how chipmunk gestation works? I don't know. Well, I... <laughs> I don't know. But given that they have sort of vaguely human elements and they're different heights and everything like that, I assume that they would be different ages as well. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, And then we have the third plot, which is... (laughs) Then we have the the third plot, which is they're a female chipmunks now and they're going to be a rival band. But instead of doing one of those three ideas, they blend them all together into one. So they replace Jason Lee for the majority of the movie with an awful performance from Zachary Levy, just for a change from Zachary Levy. It was yeah. rubbish. I'm Mr. sorry. Shazam. I know some people. I know some people like him because of Shazam. That's the superhero what was that he show does. he was in? Wasn't he in some show? Yeah. Uh, no, he's, he's rubbish. Chuck. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> one of those doctor attractive shows. doctor shows. Isn't is it? it a doctor show, Chuck? Isn't he like? He's a he's a spy or I something. Know. I think. Oh no, it's a spy else. show. Are you thinking of I'm thinking Bones? Of something else. No, Bones is a detective, isn't he? Or is she, no, she's the detective. Maybe she's the detective, and then yeah. Sherlock Bones. It's got Angel from Buffy, who's the other Bones, who's like male Bones. Yeah, I've, I've never really watched it. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> How are you getting? No, I'm thinking Chuck of Grey's Anatomy. And Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> they're they're very different names. Um, I don't know. The one good thing that he's done... You've you've seen Tangled. He's the voice of the guy in Tangled. And that's fine. He's fine. He's fine in that. That's good. Um, But yeah, and and in this, he's awful. Um, Again, the problem is that most of the time he's acting against CGI chipmunks, which must be very difficult. And his character has been given zero... um, zero character development or anything like that and nothing to say so it's kind of understandable but basically his thing is i'm a loser who plays video games all day yeah and he Um, always wears t-shirts with like i love to game on it and stuff i'm a game man yeah that's basically it his his character is gamer yeah and and that's it and for that reason alone he should be cast out to die like all gamers should yep Definitely. That's if you've ever official. even seen a video game, yeah. Video games any. are the, the medium of the devil yep. and must be expunged from human existence. Books are for nerds. Um, you don't want to know what video games are for. <laughs> the super nerd. Yeah, so he's a super nerd. The, like, ner- the, the nerd equivalent of the alligator in the sewers of New York. That's what video games are for. So he's a slacker, <laughs> a slacker video game nerd. Who somehow becomes yeah. their legal guardian. Yeah, he looks after them because Dave is in the hospital and then the, the aunt is then going to look after them, but then there's a freak accident caused by Toby, played by Zachary, um, who um, who then is like, well, I better look after them instead. And like he doesn't necessarily do an awful job. They don't starve to death. They don't die. Which is like they kind of lose the, the 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 plot tracking of them not having a good guardian quite quickly. He's just a bit lazy, and that's it. 
Yeah. Um, because it gets lost in these other plot points. So then you've got them going to school, which then could lead to, and it leads to Alvin being an even bigger, bigger dickhead than normal. Yeah. And getting in with the cool kids. And then there being a rift between the, the chipmunks, which again could have been that main, very boring story arc, but that's something that you could develop and you just kind of nod along but with But if it. you actually flesh that out, maybe they... that's an opportunity. I mean, we're talking about an animated chipmunk film where they do annoying chipmunk voices and have to shoehorn in a bunch of silly songs. But like, could you have done that? Could it have been a kind of high school fish out of water story? Yeah, I mean, they could have done that. It would have still been rubbish, but they could have created something a little bit more consistent than this truly, truly awful film. And then you get the third one, which is they introduce three more CGI horrors to this film with three CGI horrors already, This time they're ladies. The, the Chipettes are introduced. Which are from the, the um, canon Alvin and the Chipmunks universe. Yeah, the, the chip the, these, these are... Even going back to the 60s, I think the Chipettes were in. Yeah. So this isn't anything new. Um, but now they're in horrifying CGI form, played by even more well-known yeah. actors. So you've got Amy Poehler, Anna Faris, and Christina Applegate. And you're just like, what are you doing in this film? You're so much better than this. I hope they paid you lots of money. Yeah, and again, they didn't do the singing voices either. No. Oh, Janice no. Carmen did them um. all. <laughs> <laughs> Which adds some consistency, I suppose. Um, and so, so yeah, that's... And so these, so you get these three story arcs, one of which doesn't go anywhere, which is they have to fend for themselves with a the bad guardian because he's not that bad. He's not necessarily that much worse than Dave in the first film, to be perfectly honest. Um, then we get there in high school, which is incredibly underdeveloped. And basically consists of, oh, the bullies don't like us. Oh, but they sort of like Alvin now when he plays American football. Yeah, somehow, um, even though he's like the size <laughs> of the ball. And then they don't like lean into the other two being like in with the nerd group very much, which I thought they could have done. That could have been the story arc is yeah. almost like almost like 21 Jump Street, for instance. They could have done something like 21 Jump Street where it's, the 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 parts of the chipmunk trio diverge into different groups but then they all come together at the end to resolve the issues that's something they could have done here they all come together at the end for the high school musical <laughs> yeah um apart from they don't that's all really this is it's a really kind of elaborate rubbish setup for like a school battle of the bands that's yeah. going to bring and the chipmunks together and then they don't really feature or or focus on the battle of the bands that much so you don't really see much rehearsing um, you know, if you compare it to School of Rock, for instance, they really big up that idea. Um, but instead, you get the chipettes and occasionally singing with David Cross, who's back in this movie, not really doing that much, not doing as much no. as in the first one. There is a scene towards the end of the film when the chipettes are supposed to be there on tour and they're not there, and he goes out and he's doing it with puppets. That made me laugh out loud. So that was the one good scene of the film. Each of these films has one good scene. <laughs> It didn't make me laugh out loud, but that again was was the the highlight of the film was him doing that. Um, and but yeah, instead you get them singing a song of the Battle of the Bands. Generally, without any tension, they get sort of kidnapped by David Cross to go and do a tour instead, and then then they get rescued, and then they come and sing a song, and it just kind of nothing really happens of any note in this film lots no. of things i think happen. it's longer than the first one lots of things happen but then you it gets to the end of the film and you're like what the fuck happened in this film yeah yeah I could like, not lo tell lo you. lots of things happen but they are of zero significance or tension yeah but they did use that 
Oh, oh. Chica, chica. They did use that <laughs> song in one scene. The moon. Yeah, they did use that. <laughs> I that love was, that song. It's a great song. Um, this was That's directed it. by um, Betty Thomas um, instead, who um, also did 28 Days, which is a movie I don't think we've talked about. No, I don't know if we have. Um, but that's a that's a thing. Oh yeah, by Yellow. That's the name of the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Twenty Eight Days is a is a um, a film we could talk about at some point. Sandra Bullock rom com. Yeah. Um, she also did John Tucker Must Die, which is a, a, a cult classic for a lot of people as well. I, I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, and um, yeah, so she's um, done some done some good things. But then again, you've seen Romeo like, Must Die, but that's something else. <laughs> that is that is that is something different, yes. Um, and uh, directed some episodes of Grace and Frankie, which I hear is good. Do you, you ever seen that? That's the no. um, It's the Jane Fonda um, and Lily Tomlin TV show. Yes, that's right. I, was it Netflix? Was it a Netflix show? I think it I was. don't know. Um, but yeah, that that. And again, that's that's good. So she's done some really good stuff over the years, but then this is is not good. <laughs> it's really, and it appears really this appears good. to have been the last film she directed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I hope that didn't ruin no, her career. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely hope not as well. Um, apparently, the reason that Jason Lee isn't in this movie as much is because of scheduling conflicts with my name is L. Fair enough. Which I'd have thought there would have been with the first one, but yeah, he was happy to get out of that one. <laughs> he was like, "Ah, oh, okay, let's yeah, we can uh, we can get out of this." Um, so Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel, not good. I think no, very bad, very irritating, annoying songs as well. Um, yeah. yeah, incredibly irri- about it possibly more irritating than the first one. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, definitely. All all kind of much more cliched, hackneyed songs like "We Are Family," which I hate, and yeah, <laughs> all the kind of like wedding disco, you know, songs. You know what I mean? And yeah. and and taking a Beyonce song and um, getting Chipmunks to sing it, awful, truly awful, very bad. Do you want to know something incredibly depressing? Always. So, Alvin and the Chipmunks 1 cost 60 million to make, made 361 million. Woo! Alvin and the Chipmunks The Squeakquel cost 70 million to make and made 443 million back. This Now, a financial crisis happened in between those two films. So, how (laughs) the fuck did that happen? This awful movie made more money than the first one. And the first one was bad, but this is worse. Um, <laughs> truly, truly terrible. Oh, I tell you, 2009, like, people would just go to the cinema and see anything, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, it opened at number one at the box office, finished at number three behind Avatar and Sherlock Holmes. It was the ninth highest grossing film of 2009. <laughs> how, how awful is that? Um, so yeah, this is this is depressing. I'm hoping that the other ones didn't do as well, but we'll see. 
we've still got two more yeah, to let's go. not spoil it yeah um anyway is there anything else you'd like to say about these terrible films i don't think so it's just weird isn't it it's like it clearly was this kind of novelty record thing these cartoons this kind of big franchise but there was never like that massive i would say and then suddenly yeah you get the big hollywood money behind it and it just becomes this ir- irritating mess i don't is there a way to have done it better I don't know. It's something that's fundamentally irritating, isn't it? As I said, I, I yeah. used to enjoy the cartoons. I like the Christmas song. But, like, yeah, it's just fundamentally annoying, isn't it? Like Minions. <laughs> See, the thing is, right, I like Despicable Me 1 and 2. They're fun movies. Because Despicable Min- Me 1 is fun, but the Minions are annoying. But the point is that the Minions are meant to be annoying are the, are, are, and are these irritating little useless things. Um, the I think that's then- exactly what a chipmunk defender would say. About the chipmunks. <laughs> no, the, the chipmunks po- aren't. The, the joke is that they're annoying. That's the joke. No, the joke's the, on you if you don't get it. The chipmunks aren't meant to be annoying, though. That's the thing, is kids are meant to find them entertaining. Whereas with Minions, I think for the adult audiences, they're meant to be annoying. Whereas with chipmunks, they're not. And that's the problem. Show me an adult who is not irritated by the chipmunks. <laughs> yeah, but that's just a failure of design rather than a purpose. That's my point, is that with Minions, they're meant to be irritating and useless, and the, the, the adults who enjoy Minions, that's the failure. Whereas this way round, the chipmunks are solely aimed at that young audience, with no regard given for what adults think about them. That's not true. David Cross is in it. <laughs> and they're just inherently the most annoying characters you could ever see. Would you let Would you let Theodore come sleep with you if you had a nightmare? No, I'd let the other two, but not him. He's really annoying. <laughs> Theodore is more annoying than Alvin. With his little round face. Oh no, no, Alvin's the worst. I'd only <laughs> let Simon. Simon's the only good one. I would. I would drop kick Simon off a freeway. <laughs> use your Use your brain to get out of this jam, smarty pants. That's what I'd say as I kicked him the worst no alvin is the worst but simon's not far off he thinks he's too clever for his own good you're a chipmunk mate maybe you were smart in chipmunk land this is the real world that should have been the the fish out of water high school narrative (laughs) you used to be the smartest person in the room and then yeah you move up and And, you're not and that's the thing they could they could have had that is like alvin being like the charismatic one but then failing at sport because a chipmunk would not be good at American football. No. So then having to fall back on other things. Theod- uh, um, Simon not being smart in comparison to other people because he's a chipmunk. Not being the top nerd. And then having to come to terms with that. And then Theodore, I don't know what you do with Theodore. Just made fun of because he's large, which seems to be the only joke that they throw at him. Uh-huh, in he's large and series. slow. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. Oh, he likes food, Ugh. and that's it. Yeah. Um. I don't know what I don't know what you do with him. But the other two, that could have been the dynamic. Almost like I said, like Twenty One Jump Street, you get that inversion of the two of them. Yeah. One of them becomes cool because of the way that high schools changed in the years since they went there. You could have done something clever like that with this second film, but they didn't. No, of course they didn't, because that would have been that would have involved some work. That would have involved some effort. <laughs> It just feels so lazy, doesn't it? 
Yeah, the whole is, thing is, is just extremely bad. lazy franchise exploiting, boring nonsense, which we love. Yeah, it's 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 awful. That's what we like on this show. <laughs> um, it is it is truly truly terrible. Um, I feel for any parents whose kids like these films. Yeah, I feel like if I showed this to my kid, he'd be like, "What is this nonsense?" Although actually, he know. does love stuff where like animals or people tear things up. So yeah. And we, equally, we had to stop watching the Paddington likes... cartoon because Paddington like makes a mess all the time and he tried to emulate that. So, yeah. <laughs> equally, you, you well. already know that he likes the song. That's true, yeah. You're, th- this is, okay, this is what I'm going to do when I come see you, is I'm going to bring the chipmunks <laughs> movies. Yeah, sit down and watch My this. You're gonna, I My thought you were going to you're gonna bring an actual chipmunk. I'm going to bring a live chip, chipmunk and say, this is going to sing a song for you. Just sit and watch it. Yep. It's all very normal. <laughs> anyway, how are we going to rank these films? Oh, do we have to? Let's see. Oh, the first one is slightly better, so but still not great. Yeah. So how many songs are on your hit chipmunk album, hit chipmunk Christmas album? <laughs> That's as beautifully lazy uh, a ranking system as the movies themselves. That's all it deserves. (laughs) That's all it deserves. Um, I will give the first one six because we need space to go down from here for the final two. It's an important consideration. Six gives us us enough scope, doesn't it? Six points for David Cross. The relative nature of it. Yeah, I'll go one higher just for the scene where he does a pastiche of Death Cab for Cutie, which I really liked. And then the squeak wall, I think think it's fair to go down to four. And then that still gives us three, two, and one, and zero (laughs) for the final two. There's there's still a lot of places we could go from that for the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I reckon I reckon a four here because it is considerably worse than the first one, but there's room for it to be even worse, which I expect to happen. Yeah, definitely. All right, well that's um, two out of four. So the next episode will be a double bill of the third and fourth one. Yeah, let's do it. That's probably good. Get it out of the way. That's a, that's a good episode three hundred, isn't it? Yeah. And then after that, we can maybe watch an actual film. Who knows? An actual film? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> What's a film? Oh, fun times. It, was, it, it, it is good to watch nonsense, isn't it? Because it reminds you of good things. That there are good things in the world. <laughs> yes. It could always be worse. You could always be watching Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel. Yeah, or the, or the the remaining ones are the Road Chip and Chipwrecked. I can't remember the order. I'm sure it doesn't matter. I think Chipwrecked is first, and then the Road Chip is last. Right. Well, there you go. All right. Well, I <laughs> hope you enjoyed Alvin and the Chipmunks. If you watched any of them, if you didn't, then don't bother. We've we've definitely summed it up for you. Um, so yeah. we will be back next week to talk about Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked, and The Road Chip. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you like Chipmunks. Um, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Big Boys Don't Pod. You can email us, Big Boys Don't Cry Pod at gmail.com. Um, always love to hear from you. If you've got any thoughts, please do tell us and you know help us choose some good films to watch, maybe. 
Yeah. Yeah, keep us posted on anything we can watch that's not this. All right, and we'll be back <laughs> next week to watch Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip and Chipwrecked. The other ones. I just, the other ones. I just keep saying that again, The Road Chip and Chipwrecked. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, bye-bye. Bye.